God will get you for that one. Maud is owned by Shout Factory. God will get you for that, Walter, is produced for entertainment purposes only. Sponsored in part by Findlay's Friendly Appliances. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of God Will Get You For That, Walter. And he will in this one. He will in this one. Unfortunately, yeah, I think will. this is one of the last times we hear her say oh, God Will Get You For That, Walter. So sad. For a little bit. I yeah. think she says it, like, one more time, I think, in, like, a later couple of episodes. But... Mm -hmm. Um, yes, hello, welcome to God Will Get You hello. For That, Walter. A <laughs> podcast where we discuss the famous 1970s hit sitcom, Maud. And we are your hosts, Tom Cat, and I am joined by the ever so delightful, the ever so fantastical, me, Tom Cat. <laughs> no, my darling mother, Tony Homper. Yes. Say hi to the crowd. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and we have some interesting news to yes, share. Yes, we do, we do, we do. We just discovered it right before we... Right before we recorded. We're recording. So, when we started God Will Get You For That, Walter, we initially, Tony and I, made a pitch to the um, the streaming service Tubi, mm -hmm. uh, which is spelled T-U-B-I, um, about putting on episodes of more. Yes. And as luck would have it, they... They heard our yes. prayers. And unfortunately, they did only put on two seasons. They put on season three and season four. Yes. But if you are interested, you can watch them at two, at tubitv.com. That's T-U-B-I-T-V.com. Yes. So this episode that we're reviewing mm -hmm. and uh, the, the previous three episodes uh, from season three are all available, available. to... Uh, for, for your viewing pleasure, for yes. your viewing so pleasure. If you're, if you know, you've listened to any of these and you're interested in actually seeing the episode, you can do so. You can do so on tubitv.com, or yes. of course, you can also buy the series at shoutfactory.com. Right there, you have it. That's our story, and we're sticking to it. So, Absolutely. this is our episode 52. 52. 52. Yes. And it is season three, episode four, The New Housekeeper. The New Housekeeper at last. Um, we're what was Maud doing all this time without Florida? I mean, we don't know, but obviously she was not able to host any of the parties that she wanted to. No, obviously not. So, we are introduced... And also, also, yeah. Maud's hair, she had a different Maud's hairstyle. Maud's hair was very short in this episode. Yeah, much shorter. Much shorter. Yeah. I don't know if the curlers were left in long enough or, or what, but it was a much much more shorter hairstyle than yeah. we've seen on her. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, so the new housekeeper is Mrs. Nell Norkatuck, played, played by Hermione, Hermione. Badley. Who I actually just recently found out was the voice of Madame Adelaide in the Aristocats. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I remember he... I, rem I mean, I always used to watch it as a child, and I, I adore the Aristocats for mm -hmm. obvious reasons. Mm. Um, and I just remember loving the character of Madame Adelaide because, mm -hmm. of course I did. Of course she did. And hearing mm -hmm. her voice, I was like, that's that's Hermione Badley. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was very interesting for me to, um, just to hear the that. kind of character every little just gay boy wants to grow up to be. Every little gay boy wants to grow up to be Madame Adelaide. <laughs> why, why does every little gay boy want to grow up to be some, like, some boisterous broad? <laughs> I mean, it's just the character, really. It's because those um, are the characters that we grew up around when we were younger. Loud, boisterous, we. Uh, Women, we males, we males, <laughs> fee women, fee fee women. That's yep. Dyslexia is high and mighty today. All the little gay boys either they want to grow up to be a, a, a boisterous, 
you know, a Hollywood broad type and, and, a, and a, a gay porn star. Yeah, well, <laughs> therein lies the dichotomy. Lies the dichotomy. <laughs> so nice to see the juxtaposition between both of them. Like, right? <laughs> I would much rather wear fake breasts and wear, and wear heavy makeup mm. and wigs than I would be getting plowed. But we acknowledge those that do, and we champion for them. You wanted to be a farmer? You said you wanted to get plowed. <laughs> Welcome to the last episode of God Will Catch You For That, Walter. Uh, every, the shower, every episode, episode is the last, last episode. episode. So this episode airs September 30th, 1974. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has uh, guest stars Jack Griffin as the delivery man, mm-hmm. uh, Jack Manning as Just a Nameless Man, and Alice Bax as a woman. Yes. Uh, written by Norman Lear, Bob Schiller, Bob Weisskopf, uh, Bud Grossman was the script editor, and Rod Parker was the script supervisor. Mm-hmm. So, so, in the compendium of Maud episodes, I rank this very highly. I think this is definitely one in my top ten. It was a very good it's episode. It's a very good episode. Yes. So it opens with Philip reading the funnies. He's reading the comics. He's reading the funnies in the newspaper. He's uh, lying on the couch. Yeah, chilling, like yep. really enjoying himself. I re- I remember doing that when I was when I was a little kid. I enjoyed reading the funnies when I was younger. What were you, what were your favorites? Um, I remember Peanuts, obviously. Blondie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Dick Tracy. Okay. Uh, gosh, I, I can't. I can't remember. Whatever there, whatever there, whatever was there, I, I read. Oh, Dondi, Dondi was a favorite of mine. Dondi was my mother's first cat's name. <laughs> and ironically enough, when I went to uh, school to learn to be a comic book artist, yeah, Erwin um, Hazen, who created Dondi, was one of my was teachers. Was one of your teachers? Yes. Isn't that wild? Yes. Yeah. The things you learn. Yeah. Did you learn a lot from them? Uh, yeah, but I never actually <laughs> pursued the career. Pursued the career. Now, now the the only art I do is what I create on what my you face. Put on your face. Yes, but well, seems to be working. <laughs> seems to be working. Almost a thousand <clears throat> followers on TikTok. You should be proud of yourself. We'll be going live any day now. <laughs> any day now. My, I uh, when it came to comics, I always enjoyed Peanuts mm-hmm. and uh, Chatty Cathy. Oh yes. Um, uh, was it Chatty Cathy? I think it was just Kathy. Or no, I think it was just Kathy. Kathy. Yes, just I loved. Kathy. Yeah, I liked Kathy. Um, and I think Wizard of It. I enjoyed. Oh yes, Mallard Wizard Fillmore. Yes, I enjoyed Mallard Fillmore. Mallard Fillmore. I don't remember Mallard Fillmore. It was about a duck. Okay. You know, mallards. I don't remember. I don't remember that one. Oh, well. Must have yes. been after your time. Must, must have been. <laughs> must oh, have and been. Dennis the Menace. Dennis I enjoy, the Menace. I enjoyed Dennis the Menace. I did enjoy Dennis the Menace. So, as Philip so is reading nice the comics, yes. uh, Walter enters reading his paper. His paper. Inflation, crime, crime inflation, inflation, poverty, homelessness. Mm-hmm. Just rattling off all of these really the wonderful things. things. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, looks at Philip, looks at his paper, and then yeah. snatches. He switches the funnies yeah, he from, with, uh, from Philip, Philip and throws his miserable, rotten, mm-hmm. bad newspaper mm-hmm. at, at poor Philip. Uh, so at that point, Maud enters, yes. talking to Carol, saying, yes. "Have you gotten everything ready for the party?" Mm-hmm. And she's like rattling off all of these things, like how much needs to get accomplished mm-hmm. before the guests start to arrive. And she says, double check the silverware, um, the silverware like 48, 48 teaspoons yes. and 48 dinner forks. There's like 48 of everything. Yep. 
And Carol's like, you're the only woman I know who has 48 of everything. That's because and she was married four, four times. times. Yes. <laughs> and she says in the whole of her marriages, mm -hmm. she only lost four husbands. Three husbands. Three husbands and, and one, one butter, butter spreader. Spreader, yes. And Walter turns to Philip and like nudges him saying, I'm the replacement for the butter spreader. For the butter spreader, that's they, right. They gave Walter some pretty good lines in this episode. They did, I gotta they say. did. They did. And uh, and that's what uh, Wal Walter and Philip they're having they a discussion have a moment. They have a about moment. what the about the party mm -hmm. and Wal Walter is telling Philip that it's about uh, uh, stamping out discrimination against, against women. women and it's because uh, a teller at a local bank was got, fired was fired was fired by the owner of the bank for getting pregnant for getting pregnant yep and Philip's like well why isn't the the why, why is the man the man getting, getting in trouble getting in trouble and Walter's like well because he owns the bank yep and Philip says well that's not fair and Walter you know avoiding the issue says yeah. you'll understand when you're older and you have your own bank when you have your own bank but uh yeah not 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 fair not fair at all not fair and you know and we would be remiss if we didn't mention this it was leaked the other the other day yes, yesterday I yesterday think, the, the other day um, where uh, the SCOTUS the Supreme Court of the United States is is looking to overturn Roe v Wade Roe v Wade yes here's the here is the thing even if the court does overturn Roe v Wade it it does not mean that states can that states can still they're making they're going they're making it a states right issue yes. a states rights issue instead yes. of a state can still allow yeah. abortion. And however, we, we know what states they'll be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, however, if uh, if you're living in a state that makes it illegal, yeah, you know, if if this all comes to pass, we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. It's we very. It's still it's very up just, in the air. Yeah. You know what bothered me a little bit though? Um, I, I mean, I've seen smatterings about about this online, not nearly as much. About Kim Kardashian wearing oh, uh, the Marilyn glory. Monroe dress, good and I was just glory. like, "I was like, really? That's that's what the biggest concern is." I uh, here here was my thing. So last night I was scrolling through Facebook as you do, and I was seeing all the stuff, all the kerfuffle about the Met Gala, and I'm like, "All right, it's one look after another." Yeah, like, I mean, okay, Blake cares? Blake Lively won the Met Gala. Congratulations, beautiful she's, dress. She's going to lead the charge it was when it comes to the dress. Hunger Games. Yeah, like I adore Blake Lively. I adore Ryan Reynolds. Like some of the outfits were cute, some of the outfits were not so cute. Right, and then I saw my, my one of my friends, Eric. Uh, posted saying that the Supreme Court is is overturning Roe v. Wade. Right. And I'm like, please be joking. Yeah. So I immediately typed into Google and I saw the right. New York Times, I saw Politico, right. I saw Reuters, yes. I saw AP. Um, and I'm like, great! This is absolutely wonderful. Why aren't we focusing on the... Oh, because the Met Gala apparently takes precedence. Right, yeah. Um... Not to like, it was it was one of those moments where I'm like, I feel like I'm having a stroke. Mm -hmm. Because here is this really like gaudy, over-the-top moment for all of the Hollywood elite to like eat up. And this is now going on politically. Right. So it's really one of those things where it was like a culmination of all of the bad and all of the good. And again, mm -hmm. it just... It, I was like scrolling and I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel right now. Do I feel anger? Do I feel do I feel happy? Like do, what what am I supposed to feel right now? I felt sick to my stomach. Truly. 
truly, I was like, this is not okay. None he, of this he, is okay. He, there was already there was already a protest forming outside the Supreme Court. Yeah, I saw they were dressed up as like the handmaids. The handmaid's tale. Yeah. 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 Now here's here's the thing. Um I mean, realistically, you and I both Gay men. We do not have to worry I, about this. It, you know, it, it matters little to us because we do not have a uterus. Right. And, you know, it was really one of those things where I like want to have a conversation with my family and to those that are like in support of the Supreme Court. I do not believe that there are members of my family that want to view this as such. But at the same time, I want to look at them and say, you as a man have very little jurisdiction over what goes on inside a woman's body. Right. Why don't we keep it there? Yeah. Like, why don't we just make it so that it is a woman's right to choose? Like, that and, was... And I don't know if you saw, there was one um, one woman who was, you know, spe speaking for it, and she was saying that, like, you know, a, a, a woman should, if she gets pregnant and she didn't want to be, then she has to look at it as an opportunity. Okay, Okay, sure. Does she have to carry the baby to term? I mean, Does she right. is, is it her responsibility to watch that child? Right. Right. Um, it was, I remember a quote from George Carlin that says, isn't it ironic how most of the people who are for abortions are people you wouldn't want to fuck in the first place? <laughs> right. And, you know, it, it, it stands to reason. Like, why, why is it so complicated that, and again, we discussed this, when when it, when it came to Maud's dilemma, right? Like you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg made it so that women had a right to choose, along right. with all of the other justices that were on the court at the time. Right. And now here we are at Clarence Thomas should just resign, Ugh, especially yeah. after that controversy with his wife Virginia. Like, yeah. come come on, he now. needs to go. He needs to go. Like, uh, just I, I'm really I'm really upset and I'm like really floored because again none of this would have happened if Hillary just won the election. But that's none of my business. Yeah. Yeah. None of my business. Yeah. Um. And I am sure if the episode of Maud, of Maud getting the the procedure done to her was aired today, raked across the calls. Oh yeah. Just raked across the yeah. calls. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So. Yeah. Moving gaily forward. Yes. Um, so they have, uh, Philip and Walter have the little moment. And at that point, when, when Walter gives his little joke about how Philip will have his own bank at one point, um, Carol and Maud re-enter. And Maud is now saying how, uh, I mean, Carol initially says, you just tired a, a maid sight unseen. Sight unseen, yes. Um, and Maud is like talking her up saying, oh, well, the agency said that she was a gem, a yes, treasure, right, right. how you would be a fool not to like yeah, hire her. Right. And of course, Carol says, is she, is she black? black? <laughs> and Maud says, no, the agency was fresh out. <laughs> fresh out. <laughs> so. I, I, think that, that, I think at that point, the agency uh, also knew better. The agency uh, uh, also knew better. On the one hand, it's it's like, it's, it's, it's so cringy yeah of, of more to be like that but on on the other hand i mean she, she's she's trying to give a, a, an opportunity to uh, you know a person of color yep and i mean not <sighs> for, not for nothing like maud in specific episodes i don't want to say in every episode in a specific episode she always tries to be the white savior yes. Yes. to her Detriment. Yes, absolutely. like it always ends up blowing up in her face because she will yes. always try to do her best, and it's just she's doing it in the wrong she's way. She's doing it in the wrong way. 
So that... there was speaking of which, there was an article that I read recently where mm-hmm. a coworker of a person of color mm-hmm. complained to human resources that the boss was behaving in a racist manner and mm-hmm. was like being racist. Uh-huh. The coworker the so if I'm speaking correctly, because words are hard, yeah. um, there was a black worker. Yes. That was, I think, complaining to another coworker, or wasn't even complaining to another coworker that the boss mm-hmm. was being racist. Okay. So the coworker took mm-hmm. matters into their own hands and filed a complaint against the boss. Okay. Which the, is something I the, can see. The person who who wasn't a person of color yes. filed the complaint. Yes. Okay. To some, that would be viewed as problematic. Uh-huh. Because it almost comes off as being a quote unquote white savior. But I think if if if, if you if you hear or witness rape racism, you, you should call it out no matter why. True. I, I agree, but up to a point. Should it be the responsibility of the person of color? Should it be the responsibility of that person or should it be the responsibility of somebody else? I think it's everyone's responsibility. Personally. I agree. So I don't know. Just my feeling. It was it was literally just one of those stories that like I remember reading on Reddit, and I just mm-hmm. cannot remember the specifics of it. But mm-hmm. it was it was one of those things that I was like, I could see Ma doing something like that. Oh, definitely, definitely. So so then the doorbell rings, and uh, we we Ma think, is overjoyed. We think it's Mrs. Noggin. We think it's Mrs. Mrs. Noggin, but it is not. It, it is, is not Mrs. the Noggin. delivery man with a huge. But she says face. to Walter, "Don't act like the ugly American." Yes, yes. Don't You're not act, that attractive enough y- to begin yes, with. That's right. Such a such right. a charming wife. Yes. <laughs> so this uh, big hulking Jack Griffin mm-hmm. walks in saying, mm-hmm. Here is this package mm-hmm. from the Duchess of Naugatuck. <laughs> I missed that. I missed hearing him say call her the Duchess of Naugatuck. So, um and, and Maud, she tells Carol to take it up to the guest room. I, that, was, I was like, "Are you kidding me? I, I, you're the, gonna you're gonna let the Carol case do was that? like is the like Carol, a, it was the size of Carol. The size of Carol. I mean, really, uh, and that's when Walter finds out that Mrs. Nogatuck is going to be, be sleeping sleep in hell. Sleep in hell, and, and he, is he is not vehemently happy. against it. Yeah, yeah, he does not want. He keeps, you know, complaining. He does not want a stranger in in the house. And uh, then we get into this little a bit with uh, between uh, Maud. Walter and the delivery and, you know, man, because Maud is like, well, it was like we had addressed Walter. Right, right. You had you had said, don't worry about it, Maud. <laughs> That's your responsibility, Maud. <laughs> I couldn't give a, I couldn't give a tinker's damn, Maud. <laughs> and uh, I don't I don't remember the Jack Griffin ends up saying, what does he say? If you keep it up, you're gonna have two people Oof. sleeping in, in your house, yeah, Maud. <laughs> That's what Maud's because name. that's how Walter says the yeah, name. Yes, it is. That is how Walter says Maud's name. And and the delivery man, she Maud says to the delivery man, "You you, you remind look familiar. me. You look familiar. Yes, you remind Weren't me." Weren't you a victim in the Godfather? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Maud, she continues to tell Walter not to worry about it, and he's continuing continuing to complain that he doesn't like. A stranger in the in the house. Yes, and now we get into a, a little a little bit of uh, 
some uh, interesting sensual, yeah, sensual side in, of Walter. Yeah, he's like, if I want to stay in the, if I want to like sit in the living room in my underwear and read the paper, right? I can't do that on now. a hot night. On a hot night, yes. And you know, mm -hmm. Maud says, a hot night, Walter. If you were wearing your underwear, that would be overdressed. Yes. And Carol's like, you're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Maud says something to the effect of, well, now you know, right. Carol. Yeah. When Walter's down here reading the paper, he is not reading the paper. Yes. Now, here's a thing, though. I mean, they've got... They, That's... They, they, I mean, Carol and, no. and Philip... No! Carol and Philip are in the house. live there. Why, why, is, why is Walter, like, you know... It would be the same thing as if I lived in your house and you walked around in your underwear. Exactly. I wouldn't want to see that. No, no one wants to see that. Well, your husband I, does. My, even my husband don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Oh, I walk past the mirror it. and I scream. Oh, stop it. No, but uh, no, it's just, um, you know, it's just like, you know, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Not, you in, can't front your, not, your, not in front of your stepdaughter, your stepdaughter and, your, and, your, and your, grandson. your grandson. No, no, but, you know, but we know, uh, we know that. We know that Walter likes to Bill, be in the We know that Bill, Bill Macy. Macy was, you know, had no problem with, with nudity as yeah. he was, you know, in the original cast of Old I, Calcutta. I, you know, it was funny. I remember I remember saying in previous episodes that one of the people that were was on the Academy of, of Television and mm -hmm. uh, the Academy of Television, when they would hand out Emmys, I remember I remember someone saying that because Bill Macy, like, dropped his pants right. at an award ceremony, right. that Maud would never win any Emmys. Right. But B. Arthur won an Emmy. Right. And also, Hermione Badley won an Emmy. Oh, she did. For her portrayal of Mrs. Naugatuck. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. So I guess they just meant that Bill Macy wasn't going to win. I guess that's Emmy. what they meant. Yes. So now they start. They start examining the the case. Yes. And they see that it's got like these um, postmarks from all over the world. Actually, but even before that. Oh, what happened before that? Um, you know, Maud is, write saying, that fast. Maud is saying that yeah. she was from London. Yes, like Maud yes. Is talking, like imagine London. So we have a moment where, um, you know, Maud is like, imagine London, mm -hmm. all the like the class, the elegance, the glamour, mm -hmm. and Maud is like, oh, I get it. You just want someone that could be like, can like hand out. Um, and be she-she, like, yes. Finley Residence. Yes. Cheerio, pip-pip, and a yank in the RAF. She can be putting on the dog. <laughs> yes, and, and Maud, she's, she's Maud retorts. Maud, Maud retorts and says, you better be careful, I'll give you a yank in the RAF, and I'll never forget. <laughs> now, what is the RAF? Uh, the, the RAF, that's um, the British, I thought it's the British Royal Air Force. And that's what it is. Right? Well, the, the, yeah, yeah British so. Royal Air Force. That's what it is. <laughs> See, because so, I, I, I watch like you watch a lot of Brit, a lot of British, British stuff. Um, yeah. like, um not really the the, the comedies. Uh, Are you being served is the only comedy, but I oh, love... so one would consider you an Anglophile, perhaps. <laughs> Might be so, um, but like like the show Midsummer Murders, okay, uh, which is like 20 something seasons and I've watched the oh whole I've watched all of, but they don't have as many episodes as like a regular TV series gotcha. a lot of a lot of British series um the, the seasons are like they're they're not as long as like an American TV season like look at are you being served mm -hmm. some of the seasons were only like five or six episodes five or six yeah and they weren't like yearly 
They they were like they they might skip Years a year, apart. yeah, or or something. It's they did the same thing with Absolutely Fabulous and like right, yes, yes, where it's they'll only yes. have a certain number of episodes in a season. Yes. yes, I forgot that's that's probably the only other like British comedy that that I was like you know really into. I love you that you show. have no choice. I know when it's, you're gay. When you're it's, gay, it's it's, 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 it's in, <laughs> It is written in scrolls. Yes, you know you just you it just is written have in to. scrolls. Um, so, so Yang and the RAF, the doorbell rings, mm-hmm. and you know they start looking at where she's been, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Brisbane, mm-hmm. Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like yes. other countries that were like yes, because it was one of those like really old fashioned like suitcase suitcases yes. that yes. had like hangers in them. Yes, it was huge. I've always been fascinated by those, mm-hmm. especially like the more I, the more I watch like older movies mm-hmm. with like train cars mm-hmm. and and. Just I'm like trying. when you see like you know old movies about like the the Orient Express and yeah. like, the and wealthy they, socialites and they had these big they had these gigantic the closets you know closet suitcases like, you know and, and it's like it's like it always fascinates me things like that like you know they would get so like they would get like so elegantly dressed and then they'd be going to dinner and like in, in the the dinner car yep. and all this stuff and. And the, it's like servers have white gloves and they're serving them the food. What a romantic time that was. Yeah, I know, yeah. If you had money. if you, I mean, if you had money. I mean, if that's even money. the same today. If you Very had money, true. you could live glamorously. Very true. Thank God for us. We just live yes. glamorously anyway, even though, you know. Yes. We, it's so, just drag. Uh, it's just drag. So now, now, it, now it was at this point, now that Maud told Walter not to act like the ugly, the American. ugly American, yes, and uh, she wants him to make her feel at home. Yep, and we, she even says, "Think of her as Greer Garson and Mrs. Yes. Minerva." And now the now the doorbell has been ringing because she now she's actually at the door. Yes, and while they're having this conversation, the doorbell's still ringing. Yeah, so that finally Maud goes and she opens the door, and here we're, you know the. The audience who doesn't know who doesn't know what what to expect is thinking, you know, Maud's, you know, painted this picture of this very refined, elegant, refined, sophisticated woman. Yeah, with a very posh accent. Yes, you know, and and you're thinking like upper crust. Yeah, you're thinking you're thinking upper crustian, aristocratian, putting on the dope (laughs) kind of thing. Hoity-toity. And then enters Waddles, I should yes. say. Mrs. This, Nogatuck. The short, frumpy Mrs. Mm. Nogatuck. And she announces, mm. you really ought to do something about, about them stairs. stairs. I nearly broke me you bloody bum. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience loses it. Yes, yes. And the audience loses it. And of course, Maud puts her um, arm around Mrs. Nogatuck. Didn't I tell you? A young Greer Garson. Yeah. And uh, that's when she, she, she you know, tells... Uh, uh, Mrs. Nogatuck that she maud herself she's a, she's something and of an anglophile an anglophile and Mrs. Nogatuck are you been, oh, to, you been London? to London she's like no <laughs> no but I have relatives in Toronto uh, and, and I saw the London Bridge in Arizona yes the London Bridge and she yeah. says oh it has fallen down yeah. hasn't it <laughs> I've always I've loved I loved that mm. I love that character so much yes and uh, I think I think um, they're they're asking her about like the uh, some of the places on yes. the case, and they re- talk about Brisbane. Yep. And, and we come to find out that Mrs. Nogatuck ran a body house, a body house, which by today's standards would be considered like a cat house right. or a house of a ill brothel. repute, a house of ill repute, Ill, Ill repute. 
A brothel. Oh, a brothel of in the, in sorts. The, in the red light district. I have wanted to be a madam for years. Ever since I saw Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. I thought you were. <laughs> you mean you're not? <laughs> I feel betrayed. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I was like, saying to myself, I'm like, how much would it cost to own a, a, a place like that? And of course, I would think about my wardrobe, and I would think about how the girls would get paid, mm-hmm. and then I think about all these things, and I'm like, it's too much money. It's too for much, me right yeah. Now. No. When I when we become millionaires mm-hmm. off of what we're doing, yeah, then we can say, okay, yes, we'll open our own bar slash brothel. Let me know when that happens. I will. I will. I will. It'll so, happen. I will yeah, happen. and uh, you know, and 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 Maud. Maud is. She yes. thought it was a boarding, boarding house. And Mrs. Nogatuck says, Oh no, they didn't spend the night. They didn't stay stay over. (laughs) And she was ever so busy. Ever so busy. Ever so busy. She was, you know, cooking and cleaning and um Oh, and 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 Maud is like, you know, she's like, she can't believe that she was employed. At such a place. And we find out that... She wasn't she, employed. She wasn't employed. She owned she the owned place. She owned the place. She owned the place. She owned the place. You know. And uh, and then she's telling Maud how, you know, everybody just, you know, loves her cooking, her Everyone cleaning. goes crackers over my cooking and her everybody goes, Maudie over my personality. Over her personality, yes. And of course Maud is like, did you hear that, Walter? First we're going to go crackers and then we're going to go party. Yes. It still makes me laugh. Uh, it still makes me laugh. And uh, she wants Carol to show her to the kitchen. Carol says, like, walk, walk this, this way. way. And, and Mrs. Nogatuck says, oh, if I could walk that way, I would have stayed in Brisbane. Yes. Because apparently, you know, mm. Carol walks up the stairs. She saunters up the yes. stairs. Yes. And uh, then Walter and uh, Maud get into it. Of course they do, because Walter does not want sleep he in hell. Doesn't want sleep in hell. And he's like, "You're going to pay her a week's salary, right. and you're going to send her on her way." Yeah, and he says, "That's final." And uh, so um, I have written down that I think Maud probably says something to the effect of, "You have absolutely no taste in class, Walter." Right. It, it stands to reason as someone who crumbles Ritz crackers, crackers into, into their, their soup. soup. I like, I like doing that. Doing that too. I enjoy it so much. Actually, you know what? We we um, we we went to a to a diner last mm-hmm. night. We, ha- we haven't done that, and I'd gone out just like the two of us yeah. to a diner for dinner, oh, and I don't know how night. long. Yes, and uh, I you know I I don't know what it is. I love soup from the diner. Something about it, man. I don't care if it's matzo ball yeah. or tomato or chicken noodle. I got it always is or French onion. It's I got all delicious. The Yankee bean. Okay, I love the Yankee bean. And, you know, and they serve those little oyster crackers. Love them. I love those things. Love the oyster I crackers. I love those things. So they don't, don't taste know. like oysters, but no. they look like oysters. They, yes, and I just I just love those little crackers. Yep. I, I don't buy them for, to have at home. <laughs> which, I, I mean, I could. Never, I could. You could. You could I do love, that. I love having them at the diner. Uh, so. I enjoy crumbling Ritz crackers into my soup. So, I believe that, oh, the, um. Oh, no. At, uh, Carol had shown her where her room was. Yeah, where her room I was. I thought she went, she went upstairs. in the kitchen. She went upstairs. And when Mrs. Nogget comes she back, comes there, back she, down. she has this beautiful, beautiful blue va- Grecian vase. Yes, yes. And, you know, Maud is like, oh, Mrs. Nogatuck, this is beautiful. It's beautiful. And she takes it from her and she's holding it. And Mrs. And Mrs. Nogget, oh, do you like it? Do you like it? Cyril's and in there. Cyril's in there. <laughs> 
And the look uh, on Mort's yeah. face. Yeah. He's like, yes, you're holding, you're holding me, husband Zashi. You're holding his ashes. Mort's like, how, how, how long, long has, he, has he been in how there? How long has he been in there? Only since he died. Since he died. And, Mort's and like, you would think, like, every time I hear Mrs. Nogatuck's voice, I'm like, you would think it would grate on your nerves. Yeah. Her accent never did that to me. Oh, I love it. I, I adore her voice so it. much. And, uh, uh, so then she takes Cyril. She into takes the Cyril kitchen. into the kitchen, and, and Walter. Walter says, "Mort is isn't that touching?" Yes. <laughs> That's when Walter tells her, "If you did that with your ex-husband, you'd have to carry around a six-pack." A six-pack. That's right. And again, just and that, and now Walter's like, "That's it. She's through." Yeah, and... Walter's like, "That's it. She's done. You gotta. Yeah. Uh, you gotta fire yes. her." And Maud's like, "Well." Mm-hmm. If you feel that way, mm-hmm. I see no reason why you shouldn't be the one to tell her. Right. Mrs. Nogatak! Yes. yes. You're firing that dear sweet lady. Yes. Like, you should have the pleasure of firing yes. that dear sweet lady. And calls out Mrs. Yes. Nogatak. Yes, she's like, Mr. Findlay wants to talk to you. And then Maud saunters into, into the, the kitchen. kitchen. Right. And Mrs. Nogatak comes out and, you know, Mr. Finley says, I want to talk to you about your employment. And they have this adorable little bit yes. where Mrs. Nogatuck calls him Master. The, the, ma- the Master. The Master. The Master. And she's pampering him, putting a And pillow. he's like, he's like the, 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 the Master? Ma- the Master. And, and she's like, oh, yes, you're the head of the house. You're the head of the house. Head of the house. And she, now she's telling him got, he's got to sit down. Yep, sit down. She puts she, a pillow behind his she's back. She's making him comfy. She gets the ottoman for, yeah, his, for feet. his feet. Puts a bit of zippity in the old doodah. Yes, and, and, and Walter is just, just like... Uh, Drinking it oh, all He's like, in. thank you. The zippity and, does... The doodah does feel a little yes. zippier. And she's like, what a pity you have to work so hard. And he's like, oh, thank you, thank you. And, you know, and she's, uh, she's saying she's going to uh, make him... Uh, a nice cup of a tea. Spot a spot of, of tea. tea. A spot of tea. A spot of tea. And he says, two lumps in my in spot. In my spot, yes. And in the span of like 30 seconds, Mrs. Nogatuck wooed him. She just like wrapped him right around his little finger. Truly wrapped around the finger. But come on, she didn't, she wasn't a successful owner of Body House for, for nothing. nothing. So she, she knew how to handle a man. And... Uh, let's face it, Walter was no match. Uh, no. He was no match. No match. For Mrs. Nogatuck. If he thought for one second... He could know, best her. He thought yeah. wrong. <laughs> yes. But again, it was it was one of those things that I appreciated the character because there aren't that many people that I could think of off the top of my head that could go toe-to-toe yeah. with Maud. Yeah. And Mrs. Nogatuck <clears throat> did just that. And again, their relationship is almost kind of similar to Dorothy and Sophia. Mm-hmm. Because Mrs. Nogatuck is an older woman. And right. I don't want to say she's significantly older than Maud, but I would say she's got about a good two decades on yeah. her. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, Maud was, I think, 47. So right. Mrs. Nogatuck was maybe like late, like 60s. Yeah. I want to say mid, mid-60s. Yeah. That sounds about right. So it was definitely, definitely interesting to see the dynamic Mm -hmm. between the two of them, which comes into full view uh, in this next scene where Mrs. Nogatuck goes like, thank you, and just enters into the the kitchen. Yeah, she's going to get uh, tea for Walter. Make tea, it's about a tea for Walter. And Maud is apologetic. Oh, Mr. Mr. Findlay is such a mercurial creature. Yeah, well, Maud thinks that, um, you know, Walter's fired her. Yep. 
And it's not the case. Nope. And uh, Mrs. Norgentick tells her, Don't get your bloomers in a twist. I'm staying. Don't get your bloomers in a twist. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, yeah, that's it. She's staying. So Maud is overjoyed yes. like staying and then Maud's, Maud immediately lists off we have to vacuum, we have to clean, you have to do this, you have to do that. Fix, uh, fix the hors d'oeuvres. Fix the hors d'oeuvres. Clean. clean. Stuff. And Mrs. Nottetuck informs her oh no, the master wants his tea. And whatever the master and wants comes, comes first. first. Yes. And she takes the tea into the living room and that's when Carol enters yeah. And, you know, she says, what, like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And Maud says, something tells me, Carol, I'm about to get my bloomers in a twist. That's right. And that's when we cut to commercial. Yes. And one thing that we do have to point out, Tubi does air commercials yeah. during the break. During the break. So. But at least it's in a clean break and not yeah. like. Uh, yeah, it's where the normal commercial, where the normal commercial would come in. Would have been. But I have to, do have to say, um, like, the. Um, uh, clarity of the um, the clarity of the video, the video is very good. It's very good. Very audio good. was all really good. Yep. So. It was all ex- it was all exquisite. I was very very pleased with the way that they did that. Yes, very pleased. Because again, like we've mentioned before in previous episodes, Tubi owns or is partners with Shout Factory, mm-hmm. so they have they have the collection right. already on hand. Right. Why they didn't have all of the seasons? Because they did the same thing with Bewitched and The Nanny. Mm-hmm. The Nanny was only the first season and the second season, and then oh. it went away because oh. HBO Max has The Nanny. Oh. And with Bewitched, I think it was seasons five and six. Hmm. So very, very bizarre how they Strange did that. Strange how very they pick they and choose that. the seasons. I, I don't know. But fortunately, we have three and four. Fortunately, for we do have three and four for now, yes. Okay. So we come back from break, and Maud comes downstairs. Well, carrying... no, Walter and, and Carol are setting up the chairs. Oh, that's right. Oh, they're how could I setting up the chairs. That? Yes, they do. And Mrs. Nogatuck is singing, "You, you made, made me love, love you. you. I didn't want it." And she is carrying on. Yes. And yes. you know, Carol's that, like, "Isn't yes. it great?" She she sings like a bird and works like a horse. Yes. And Walter says, "Which is a far cry from your mother, who." Works like a bird and sings like a horse. Yes. And from the bedroom. From all the way upstairs. From all we the way upstairs. Maud. We hear more bellow. God, I'll get, get you for that, Walter. Walter. And Walter says, and who has ears like a rabbit. That's right. So. Uh, that's when Maud comes down and she's, she's very carrying. beautiful outfit. Oh, that, I that want that, that outfit. Black it's, outfit. A, it's a black turtleneck blouse with mm. a pair of slacks. And a gorgeous long black robes vest mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm. Uh, with sheer sleeves mm-hmm. and a beautiful like yellow and blue floral scene on the bottom of the of the jacket. Mm. Very very elegant, very yes. pretty, and I want it. I know you do. I do. And she's carrying a roll of toilet paper. She's carrying a roll of tissue. Yes. A toilet tissue. Toilet tissue. And, you know, she goes over to Mrs. No- oh, Walter says, why are you carrying a roll of toilet yes. paper? And she says, in case it gets cold, I want to use it as a muff. And That's she right. <laughs> holds her finger in the air and inserts it right into <clears throat> the toilet paper. Yes. So, uh, Maud proceeds to take the toilet tissue yep. over to Mrs. Nogatuck to explain to her how she installed it incorrectly. Yes. How do you install toilet paper? I like the toilet paper installed that it goes over the top. From the top down. From so. the, yes, the top down. Yep. That's that's how I do if it too. You, if you check out the actual uh, patent, patent 
that was created mm-hmm. for, for the toilet paper roll. Yep. That's Way how back it's supposed when, to be. That's how the, the the creator intended for it to be. Actually, no, that's not true. The reason I do it the opposite way, where it's bottom, where it's oh, you, it's coming out. Yeah, where it's coming at the bottom. bottom. The only reason I do that is because of the cats. Oh, okay. I'm very nervous the cats are gonna like, and I would much yes. rather them like spin it out of control than spin it and have the toilet paper unravel. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. <clears throat> my, my cats are not interested in the toilet paper. So my cats I can, are. <laughs> I can put them on any way I want. <coughs> the, the only problem I have with the to- toilet paper, and I actually <laughs> I put this on Facebook the other day. Oh, no. I walked into the bathroom, and there's the, the naked cardboard tube on the roll. And I, I so I took a picture of that. And I, <laughs> and I wrote, I said, please... Send thoughts and prayers for my husband. <laughs> Obviously, both of his hands must be seriously injured that he was an, unable to put a new fresh roll on, on to on you know to the the, the uh, dispenser. Yep. So I mean that could be uh, that had to be the only possible had to have been the only possible. explanation that maybe he burned both of his hands were when working so on the seriously wigs injured. And maybe they were cramping up from working on wigs for too long. I was like, I was like what what other possible reason could there be I don't for know. not being able to put a new roll I, of toilet paper I wish, on the dispenser. I wish I could tell you. So um so Maud explains to Mrs. Nogtuck how she has. Um, install the, the toilet paper the, wrong, the way. wrong way. Now, Maud wants it to go on the way that you have it, that it's feeding out, that from, it's the feeding out from the bottom. Mrs. Nogatuck put it going over the top, which yes. is the way that I like it. Yep. And Walter, of course, is like, what the hell is the difference? And, you know, Mrs. Nogatuck is just like, well, uh, shall I just, you know... Put it in the in the guest in the guest bathroom the the way you want it the wrong way. Yep. Yeah. And I think while she was explaining it to Walter, she called him "you old master." Yes. Just you know, sticking it to him a little bit. Yes. And, uh, and Walter's asking more like, "What's the matter?" And uh, she um, she she refers to Mrs. Nogatuck as, as the a happy hooker. <laughs> I can no uh, longer stand the happy hooker. Yes. And Walter Sanger, hiring her is the smartest thing you ever did. Um, and uh, I, th- I think, I, oh, that's when Mrs. Nogatuck, she, she, she comes back and she's telling Walter to relax. She's putting him, she's seeing well, You're him the and, master yes. of the house. Yes, he went to do something, right? He was, do, but was yes, he, he was moving chairs or opening right, chairs right. or setting and, up chairs. And Mrs. Nogatuck and he's wants like, to relax. Walter's like, let her pamper yes, more. Let her pamper more. Yes, and, and, and Mrs. Nogatuck says, you know, um, if, the, if the good Lord wanted, if the good Lord hadn't given us so much to w- sit down, he wouldn't have given us so much to sit down. Yes, on. He, if he, if he wanted on us on our feet so much, he wouldn't have given us so much to sit. And sit she on. lets out this bo- <laughs> <laughs> this boisterous laugh. Uh, and I think at that point she exits to the, the kitchen. Exits to the kitchen, and uh, that's when Maud wants she wants Walter to take the trunk upstairs, get it out of the way. And uh, she called. I, I think Maud said, "How can you let this happen um, when you're too busy having your pillows being fluffed?" And she actually called Mrs. Nogatuck a fluffer. <laughs> now, to those not in the know, in the know. inquiring minds, inquiring minds, 
Fluffer if, is actually. If we can only insert like the, the rainbow, the more you know. The more you know. The fluffer. Um, Please explain <laughs> to our listeners what a, a fluffer is. A fluffer. Um, uh, I, I want to use the term pejorative, but it's not derogatory, so it's collo. I guess we can say colloquial. Yes. Fluffer is what is more commonly known in the pornography world as someone that will um, <clears throat> stimulate stimulate a male performer a male performer so that they can perform so that they can perform yes and they're called and a that fluffer is called a fluffer yes yes yeah. and they exist in both you know straight, straight and, and gay, gay porn. porn. Yep. I don't. Although I don't think they need it in lesbian porn. I don't think they need it in lesbian porn. Either. No, but straight and gay porn. Unless yes, a unless they, a lesbian sheds, then I don't. Yes, know. I don't know. Or they're Lebanese. Or the or the Lebanese. Yes. Weren't were they in the Thomas one? Uh, well, he could have been. <laughs> he could have very well been. Uh, so well, yes. she calls. She says you ha that fluffer has you wrapped around her little finger, yeah. and she goes on to complain. How and come? And she's saying, "Why did you change your mind?" He's, he's saying he did it to please, to please, to please you. To everything, please Maud. everything I do, Maud, is to make sure yeah. that you are happy and pleased. Yeah. And Maud says, "In a pig's to, eye." <laughs> to put it as bluntly as possible, Walter, in a pig's eye. In a pig's eye. And she ends up saying how they had the same fight five years ago about the yes. very same tissue issue. Yes. yes, and yes, then it was an issue for Walter, but this time he doesn't care. Yep. Um, and at that point, she says, will you kindly take Mrs. Naugatuck's suitcase up to her room? Mm -hmm. And I think at that point, Mrs. Naugatuck mm -hmm. enters and she says, no, 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 that's my, like, let me take mm -hmm. care of it. Actually, before they even got to that, oh, before Walter they got to had that? accused Maud of being jealous of, of yes. Mrs. Naugatuck. yes. And uh, I have something about her saying that, you know, about not leaving, no trick unturned. Yeah, she says, like, it was the same way that she ran. The same way that she's running you was the same way that yes. she ran her bloody house. Right. No trick no unturned. No trick unturned. Very derogatory, like, yeah. way of talking about this woman. I know. No. And, uh, and Walter tells her that, you know, she's being paranoid. Yep. Yes. And, Which uh, is something every woman likes to hear. Every woman loves to be told that they're being paranoid. Yes, yes. Uh, that's when they get to, uh, you know, more wanting him to take the, the uh, trunk upstairs. Yep. And uh, he's attempting to do so when Mrs. Naugatuck comes back in. She sees Walter and she's like, no, 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 let, let, me, let me do it. Yes. And, and he's like, no, you're not, you you're not going to take this up. And she's like, at least let me help. Yep. So Walter, he starts taking it. Mrs. Naugatuck is taking the other side, ends up like, Putting hoisting it, it, hoisting it on it her back. On her back. Hoisting it on her back. And ends up And she sings while yeah. she's carrying this up the stairs. Up the stairs. And Maud turns to the audience mm. and says, Good Lord, on top of everything, she's a show she's off. She's a show off, yes. So I think at that point, it's when we, uh, you know, it's Maud and Walter having the conversation mm -hmm. of what made Walter change his mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I mean, the next thing I have written down um, is when Mrs. Nogata comes back downstairs. Mm -hmm. So something had to have happened between her going upstairs with the suitcase. And well, I, I have that Maud said that she was going to have to straighten her out. Yes. So I have I have that at that point. That's when Maud's saying that she has to straighten her out. Um, when, and that's when when Mrs. Nogata came comes down, back downstairs and and she starts to set up the the chairs. 
And she makes a remark about how that, you know, uh, it's it's woman's work. Yes. We start because to get into this she whole says, thing. she turns, she, uh, Maud says to Mrs. Nogatuck, Walter will handle the chairs. Right. And right. Mrs. Nogatuck says, oh, you can't have him do right. that. That's woman's, woman's work. work. And the audience knows yeah. that yeah. Mrs. Nogatuck has put her foot in it. She just triggered Maud. Maud is, <laughs> Maud is triggered. She's triggered. Maud She's is triggered. Woman's work. Woman's work. There's no such thing in this house. There's no discrimination in this this house. And Mrs. Nogatuck is like, oh, oh blimey, another, another mess of red grave. And Maud says, I like to think of myself as a tall Jane Fonda. <laughs> I, too, like to think of myself as a tall Jane Fonda. I would like to think of myself as a tall Jane Fonda. I would like to think of myself as anything tall. As anything tall. <laughs> but that ain't never going to happen. Aww. Only... I mean, honestly, again, these two characters work for the two of us because you're short yes. and you look great in a red wig. That, absolutely. And I'm, and I'm B. Arthur. And you're B. Arthur. <laughs> Uh, funny fact, because you know, I, I went to that party Saturday. Yes. Uh, for my drag mother. Yes, for your drag mother, Charlotte Divine, Divine. Had a big, a big a birthday big 60th bash. A big birthday party. And very famous uh, New York City slash Fire Island slash Lips drag queen, Ariel, Ariel Sinclair, Sinclair. Was, was there and was She hosting. is also very short. Ariel is like the only drag queen shorter than me. <laughs> She's shorter than you? Yes. Wow. Only, Ariel is like the only drag queen. That she's is, tiny. Yes, very she's tiny. Like, she's what? Four foot? No, not four <laughs> foot, but you know. I, I I think probably like when we're both in bare feet, I'm 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 actually just a little bit taller. Wow. She was wearing she's wearing her, her heeled boots that don't have like a, a platform. Yeah. I was wearing like you were wearing platforms that had heels. a platform. Because you plus love torturing yourself. Plus you have I your love hair. to torture myself. But you yeah, love but Ariel is like the only drag queen shorter, shorter than, than me. Than you. Every other every other drag queen taller than me. Yeah. Every other one. There's so. not a lot of drag queens that are taller than me. No, there are not. There are Actually, not. Dax Martin and I, when we're in the same heels, we just we just miss each other. Uh -huh. Like they're, I want to say either they're a little bit taller than I am, or I'm a little bit taller than them. But uh -huh. and Dax is tall. Uh huh. Dax is tall, and I also found out Kim Chi is also very tall. Really? You wouldn't expect it, but hmm. Kim Chi's another very tall drag queen. Interesting. It's always interesting, interesting to see like these <clears throat> these goddesses in high heels yes. and large breasts and. Mm -hmm. And then there's Maud. Mm -hmm. ah, so, um, uh, Maud and Mrs. Nogatuck now get into a heated oh, discussion. Oh, no, we missed no? something. We missed what did something. We, miss? we missed something very funny uh, where Maud imitates Mrs. Nogatuck oh, because yes. Walter is sitting down and yes. she says, Why don't you get up of so much you have to sit down on? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, and go there. and go and like take care of the rest of the chairs right. for for Watch McCall. Right. And that's when Mrs. That's Nogatuck when Mrs. Nogatuck enters and says, him. No, you you can't do that. Can't that's do that. that's right. woman's work and women's work. Sends Miss Mr. Finley away. Yes. And um, so then, then they, that's when they got into their back and forth about you know Vanessa Redgrave, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Maud tells Mrs. Uh, Nogatuck, you know, women are not second-class citizens anymore. We're we're more than just wives and, and sex, sex kittens. kittens. And Mrs. Nogatuck says, "Oh, speak for yourself. I rather like being a sex kitten." I like being a sex kitten. And yeah. like Maud is like. Really? At your like, almost like at your age? You at your age? And she's like, I'm, I'm not not dead yet. <laughs> That's a you. That is a you. That is a I you know. quote. Absolutely. 
Not dead yet. But I'm not uh, dead. Um, and I think at that point... And they, Maud tells her that she's she's old-fashioned. Yep. And, and if she's going to continue to stay there, she's going to have to change. Mrs. Naugatuck accuses Maud of not liking men. Yep. And Maud is incensed. Yes. She's incensed. Mm-hmm. I adore men and they adore she me. But there's men. no one in the world who adores men as much as me. She's had four husbands. And she says, if you have to know, four selected me to marry. Well, there's one born every minute. And just uh, the back and forth is delicious. It's so delicious. Uh, uh, Maud is, is she she says you know I, I I won't be insulted like this in my own home and Mrs. Nogatuck says I will not be told how to handle a man in any home right and, and then they go into this like bickering back and mm-hmm. forth and Walter obviously overheard them because mm-hmm. he enters yes. and cries out Maud sit well no this is this bef- before, before that, they got before that Mrs. Nogatuck was saying that it's a woman's role to serve men. And they oh, were, they and Maud argue, says it is a, it is a person's world to to serve the best interests of the people. Yes, and Mrs. Nogatuck, you know, she, she is, uh, says to Maud, "Are you are, are you giving me the sack?" Well, well I, I, I quit. I quit. That's now when Walter comes in, and and uh-huh, I don't need your flipping charity. Yes, and then he like that's when we get into Walter trying to talk over them, and yep. he does a. A Maud sit. And Maud sits. And Maud sits. And Mrs. Nogatuck is still Mrs. going on and on and on. And he does a Mrs. Mrs. Nogatuck sit. We and forgot at sits. one point, Maud, she did call Mrs. Nogatuck Mrs. Mrs. Nogahide. <laughs> yes. That was cute. Again, this episode was packed with a packed. lot of funny moments, so, a lot so of very packed. poignant moments. Chock full. Chock full of nuts. Chock full of nuts. Chock full of nuts. Is that mm-hmm. heavenly coffee? Yes. The heavenly coffee. Millionaire's money can't buy. Millionaire's money can't buy. <laughs> uh, so, um, Walter, he tells it to him, listen, you're, you're, you're arguing, you're yelling like a bunch of schoolgirls. And there's going to be a party happening right. soon. Right. And, you know, they've got to they've stop this. They've got to pull themselves together. People are coming. There's going to be a whole house full of people. Yep. So. Um, he goes to the door and he right. says, wow. Right. I don't know how Henry Kissinger does yeah, it. Yeah, how, how the hell does Henry Kissinger do this? I don't know. I wasn't familiar with Kissinger. Was he, he a politician? It. Yes. Okay, he, he was a yes, politician. Yes, a diplomat. A very famous diplomat. That doesn't surprise. They're all yes, famous he was, diplomats. He was a diplomat. Um, so they go to the hors d'oeuvre table, and they like Maud sets up a tray, and she says, do you think we're going to be able to get along? And Mrs. Nogatuck says, I don't know. You're very opinionated. Very opinionated. And Maud says, that's your opinion. Yes. And they have this, like, Back and forth yes. about opinions, yes. and they initially they they finally call each other. Maud calls Mrs. Nogatuck a feisty old biddy, a crusty. Was it Mrs. Nogatuck calls Mrs. Mrs. Finn like calls Maud a crusty old broad. Okay, crusty old. Okay, so there's yes. feisty old biddy and feisty crusty old, old broad. Crusty old broad. So they're both old. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then and then they and then they switched and called each other. The, the same, th- yes. the other thing. Maud called Mrs. Nogatuck a crusty old, old broad, bit, and yes. Mrs. Nogatuck called Maud a feisty, feisty old, old bitty. Yes, yes. So at that point, they take the hors d'oeuvres into the living room, and I think that's when the doorbell rings. Even before before that, um, it, it, I have something about Maud telling her to pack her things and, 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 and yes. cereal. Yes. <laughs> was, Maud goes to the door, and yeah. she says, if you get the door, I'll pack your bags. Yes. And then she turns to the... 
to the ash-filled urn yeah. and says, including Cyril. Including Cyril. <laughs> so Mrs. Nogatuk goes to the door. the door. She opens the door. She's welcoming the first the first couple. And it's Jack Manning and Alice Bax. Yes. Uh, to those who are interested yes. in who plays these and, and they're like, oh, are, are, we the, are we the first ones here? And I mean, immediately Mrs. Nogatuk goes from like being a curmudgeon to like, yes. oh, welcome to the Findlay household. Yes, yes. And she says, oh, the first is always the best. Yep. And she's, she's, you know, she says, she would, do, would you like a drink? And she's, she says, uh, a ginger ale for my lady and a double martini for mister. Yes. And the and they were like, house, yes, yeah, that's, that's and, right. Yeah. And Maud's face goes from like mm-hmm. smarmy and upset to, wow, she knew. Yeah. And Walter says to her, how did you, how did you know that's what they wanted? And what did she say? She said, "Well, I could tell. I could tell she was a teetotaler, and he was a, he was a lush." <laughs> and she, she says, "You know, she, she, she wasn't, wasn't a topless barmaid bar all those nothing. years for yes. nothing." Yes. <laughs> and a couple of them, they're like, they're like, they're like um, Maud, where did you find her? Yeah, she's we, a gem. We love her accent. She's so cultured. Yes. Like yogurt. Yes. And um, Maud is like, "Does does Mrs. Nogatuck have an accent? I'll have well, to listen for yes. it." Yes. So we find she says, "Oh, she managed a giant house in Brisbane." Yes. yes. So at that point, um, I think Mrs. Nogatuck turns to Walter and says, "Don't worry, ducks. I'll have her eating out of my, my hand, hand in no time." No time. And I think at that point they cross paths yeah. and uh, yeah, they do another. What, they do another crusty, old, feisty, old crusty old bitty, feisty old broad type of thing. Yes. And Maud goes over to Carol and Carol says. Uh, what do you think? Do we do we like her? And Maud's like, "Don't worry, Carol. I'll have a reading out of my hand in no, no time." time. And, and I think that's, that's when, when we go to break. That's when we come back from break. We go to the epilogue. We go to the epilogue. I'm assuming it's the kitchen the next day. Yep, it's the kitchen the next day. Maud is in her nightgown. Yep. Walter's in, um, I think, a bathrobe and so- bathrobe and flip flops or slippers. And uh, they're they're sitting at the kitchen table. Yep. And Mrs. Nogatuck enters, and I think Walter's reading the paper saying they're allowing tourists back in China. China. Yes, yes. Why is that? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember anything about that. Well, um, I mean, for the longest time... Because it was 74. It was late 74. Yes. yes. Actually, um, yeah, there was kind of like... I remember there was a big thing because China was um, sort of had closed its borders to mm-hmm. the world. Uh, and then there was a big thing, you could look it up, that like Nixon went to China. Yeah. And that started like opening up the... Uh, Open the borders again. Yeah. So if you if you re- if you look that up on uh, history on, lessons, uh, history lessons, history yeah. lessons, um, we didn't really have any relations with China uh, uh, up in, until Nixon. Until that, yeah, that point. isn't that something. Yeah, I know, I know. Now, who came first? Was it the chicken or the egg? Yes, uh, I mean, in this case, was it Reagan or Nixon? Nixon. It was Nixon who yes. came first, and then Reagan came after him, yes. and then George H. W. came yes. after. Him. Got it. Understood. Clear as it a bell. Nixon. Then it was. Then it was Ford. Carter. Ford. Yes. Nixon. Nixon. Ford. Ford. Then Carter. Then Carter. Then, then Reagan. Reagan. Then then, then senior. Yes. Then Clinton. Then junior. junior. Yeah, you got it. Uh, so at that point, you know, Mrs. Nogatuck says, oh, I, I loved being yes, in China. She, yes. And, you know, it was 1923. She was the chief, chief cook, cook with whose expedition? 
Oh, I don't I don't remember who she there said. There was a specific person that she was that she oh, was working for. Yes, I don't remember who she said. And I do not remember who she says. And they were hunting for hippopotami. Hippo, hip, hippopotami. And at that point, Maud, there's a break, and yeah. Maud screams, Wait! Yes. And she's like, Mrs. Yeah. Nogatuck, I have always uh, tried doubted to figure out, stories. doubted the veracity yes. of your stories. Yes. You know, bawdy houses in yes. Brisbane. Yes. But this time I've caught you. Yes. There are no hippos in China. Of course not, love. We shot them all. <laughs> and then Mrs. Nogatuck exits, and uh, the, camera, the camera zooms uh, into Maud and says, I'll kill her. Won't you? <laughs> this really deserves killing. Yeah. <laughs> and that is our introduction to Mrs. Mrs. Nogatuck. Nogatuck. Whatever. Nogatuck. So, I, again, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this episode and I always yes. I really enjoyed what they did with Mrs. Nogatuck's character. She was with Mrs. she was with Maud for I think two years or three. It was three, four, five. Yeah, she was with them for three seasons. Uh-huh. I think she left in she left I think at like sort of the tail end of season four. Five. Oh. Season five. Okay. Yeah. She left at the tail end of season five and then oh. in season six we got Victoria. Uh-huh. But it's it's interesting to know uh, Hermione Badley was credited as Mrs. Nogatuck consistently. She was she was a series regular. Mm-hmm. Victoria, played by an actress whose name escapes me, uh, was only on certain episodes. Okay, and she wasn't like a series regular. Gotcha. Of course, it was the sixth season, and it was the last. It was the last. Right. Norman wanted to do a seventh season, mm-hmm. but B was like. She was done. She was done. Same thing as like with Same Golden thing Girls. with Golden Girls. Yeah. Like she she wanted to leave like when it was at its prime. When it was a at lady its prime. always knows when, when to, to exit. exit. Except me, I never know when to exit. No, you don't. So <laughs> if neither you do I. <laughs> neither one of us know when to exit. That's that's why you we, want to know. When that's we know why when they to just exit? they just open the door and they yell at us. Go get out already. <laughs> You know when we know when to exit? When? When the money runs out. Yes, when the money runs out. When the money stops coming in, that's when it's time to leave. Uh, when we can't take the corset anymore. <laughs> or we can't take the... Or the heels. Yeah, the heels. <laughs> if you would like to follow us, you can on all forms of social media. Facebook and YouTube at Finley's... At God will get you for that, Walter. And Instagram at Finley's Friendly Appliances. Um, and if you would like to follow me, you can at that Tomcat on all forms of social media, and you could find that at thattomcat.com. Where can they find you? Uh, every, everywhere. Facebook. Everywhere. Instagram. She's all over like dog TikTok. Dick. And uh, even on the web, and it's Tony Homeperm, and that's Tony. Tony with an I. With an I. Tony with an I, Liza with a Z. Yes. Because Liza is s-s-s-s-s-s. That's all I remember from <laughs> That's all you need to know, Pussycat. We thank you so much for listening, and you will hear us on another episode of God Will Get You For That, Walter. Bye, guys. Good night.